Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 26th of July, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 671. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here, or 671. And why are you allowed to talk now? Is that what it is? No. Oh, okay. You are no longer allowed to talk. Right, you're about to not talk. Yeah, right, we're, we're starting again. All right. Shut up, we're starting again. <laughs> uh, what's going on? What's happening? Feeling better this week? Yeah, I'm feeling better. Uh, yeah, which is nice, you know? Yeah. Maybe get sick next week. Is that the plan? That's, you know, cycle on and off, on and off. You know, that's how it goes, uh, apparently, at this point. Uh, but yeah, no. It's pretty exciting. Are you feeling okay? Just, I'm okay, yeah. You just leaned away from the mic, so either you're singing Chocolate Rain or... I, I ate like uh, uh, 10 minutes before we started. Oh. So I finished, sorry, finished eating like a, 10 minutes before. An early so dinner. Throat, yeah, my throat gets uh, a bit like shitty. When yep. I'm uh, when I eat certain foods, they wouldn't know. I don't think we talk about this very much, but Luke usually eats after we finish the podcast. Yeah, and in general, prefers to eat later. And I prefer to eat earlier because I'm older. Mm-hmm. I'm old man Job, and uh, and Luke, yeah, he's young at heart. Mm-hmm. And Job goes to bed halfway through the podcast usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell. <laughs> You can I think they can tell. They can tell that part. But uh, yeah, we fucking, we went out for dinner the other night and it was at fucking 8.15 and I, oh my God, I was climbing the fucking walls. I was starving. 8.15, what a ridiculous time. Why? Have you, didn't you have like a crazy. can of olives? I did eat a can of olives and it barely <laughs> fucking, barely helped. An entire can of olives. That was pretty weird, by the way. Mm. Uh, like they just served, like it was, we were at a bar and they were like on the menu and I'm like, I, I need a snack and I ordered the olives and they come out and it's like they just pop the fucking top off a can of olives and send it out there. And, mm. and you're like, all right, well, it's certainly honest, but like, I don't know. I thought yeah. you'd dress it up a little bit, make it look like no. you did something with it. That's the trend, Joe. Uh, Drinks in, in jars and uh, yep. your uh, your your small snacks and, and cans. Small snacks and cans. All right. Well. Yeah. But she remember she tried to take away it as well oh, and no. realized there was still an olive in there and was like, you didn't eat your fucking olive. Yeah. Eat your olive. And like stood there and waited for you to eat it. She did. Yeah. She's very bossy. Um, it was a good place though. Good cocktails. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Went and saw a movie. Uh, you've seen a movie. I've seen a movie. Yep. Uh, three, two, on the count of three, say what movie you've seen. Three, okay. two, one, go. Stargate. What the fuck, Stargate? Why did oh. you watch Stargate again? No, I was just. Oh, it's even worse. You could have been watching Stargate again. Could have been watching Stargate. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I bet it holds up. It probably holds up. It's got Kurt Russell. Yeah, he's good. Why wouldn't it hold James up? James Spader. Yeah. This is rare for we're two spawned, for two. At this spawned point. A, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, spin-off TV shows, really good ones too. Yeah, yeah. Some of them not so good, like one or two of them. Yeah, most of them pretty good. Yeah, Richard Dean Anderson, fucking MacGyver, the guy from uh, uh, God of War. Oh Mr. yeah, Judge. Yep. Eventually, yes. Yes. Fuck yeah. No, you went saw Barbie. No. I did, yeah. Last this was last week, though. Yeah, but we, did we did, talk about this. We already? did it on Tuesday last week, so that you could go see Barbie on Wednesday. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I went and saw Barbie on the uh, 
advanced screenings or prem? I don't know what they call it. it was Wednesday. Between us, we've done the Barbenheimer. Hmm. Because you haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, have you? Yeah, I went on Monday. All right, fucking what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay. Well, then, which one was better? Go. Oof. Both pretty good. Yeah. Both pretty good. Um, stop stop fence-sitting. Pick one. Maybe I, I'd go with Oppenheimer. Oh. Yeah, because... I think so. Because you really like it when movies take three hours. Because uh, when you got out of Oppenheimer, it was your perfect time for dinner because it was fucking 11 o'clock at night and you're like, fucking, this is it. Yeah, now I get I to eat this. as well. Yeah. Meanwhile, Barbie got out and it was fucking nine o'clock or something. You're like, oh, this is a fucking woeful time to be eating. It's not even remotely close to midnight. I'm mad as shit. Actually, it was the reverse. So after Barbie, we got out and nothing was open. Oh. uh, In literally in the city, everyone's closing. And it was like not even nine o'clock because they killed the fucking city, that government, a couple of years back. and so we went home and uh, the, the shop on the corner, the kebab shop was open. Uh. <laughs> so I got a kebab, a Barbie kebab. Uh, and then before Oppenheimer, we kebab. got, uh, we uh, had dinner before we went. So there you go. Genius. Flipped it because we knew we were going to get out of there at yeah. 11.30. Wait, are you eating earlier in general now? No. No? No. Usually at about like 7.30-ish. Horse shits. So Horse shit. Mm. 10 o'clock type shit. Ridiculous. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so no, I, I thought Barbie was very fun. I enjoyed it right. a lot. Cool. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Um, but I did go see Oppenheimer and yep. I thought it was good. Uh, I don't know. Good. Good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um. Could have been like two two movies. I don't like. There's there are all these things where you're like, ah, I don't know, like sort of, yeah, yeah. They didn't need the aliens. Like I just time travel aliens. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. Chris Nolan's got this fascination with like time. Yeah, and he's like, hey, what if we have time traveling aliens? And you're like, stop it, Chris. And they said, shut the fuck up. And then, you know, that's how you get a three hour film. Right, and then James Spade is there, and he's trying yeah. to open up this pyramid, right? And <laughs> yeah. Kurt Russell's angry at him for some reason. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and he's like, we have to, we have to nuke the aliens, and then it cuts back to fucking Oppenheimer, yeah, and he's like know. making this bomb, and you're like, what is going on here? Um, so what? That'd be a great film. We should, we should make that. We should edit that. Yes, as a film, genius. Um. There are no time traveling aliens, just to be clear. It's just spoiler to be clear. for anyone. Um, when we got out of Oppenheimer, though, mm. that's when the real show began, right? Because uh, when okay. we got out, everything was fucking closed. We were at Broadway. It was a Monday night. Uh, yeah. Go down. We and uh, what? You went to Broadway? Yeah. We went to the same fucking cinema again to see the same fucking movie. Probably. 7.30 screening? 7.15. Unbelievable. Oh, okay. yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, anyway, uh, we get out and, um, yeah, I get an Uber to go home. I get in the car and uh, there's a, a soccer ball. 
in like on the back seat where I'm getting in. Just boot the soccer ball out. I just sort of kicked it, <laughs> just kicked kidding. it away a little bit, you know, and uh, hops in. I'm like, um, you know, it's a soccer ball. It's not a big deal. And uh, the guy, the driver, like reaches back and he grabs it, and he's like, oh. The fucking, the fucking people in before you, they're fucking, oh, the worst. I'm like, all right, is, is, is it their ball? And he's like, yeah, they were, they were influencers. I'm like, what? Oh, I hate influenza. And he goes, sorry, I meant influencers because they're Real a disease. Wait. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, that was pretty good, but jeez, jeez, like- Let's 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 just drive anyway. And so he's he's and he's like, yeah, uh, the dumbest, the epitome of dumb, these chicks were. And I couldn't tell if he was saying epitome wrong or or like on purpose, or because he'd already said he was. I mean, he was maybe setting up for another joke, right? Waiting for exactly. It. So yeah, maybe <laughs> he was like, but and then he goes, but they did smell really nice. So I, like, all right, that's fucking weird. Uh, like, don't, like, keep that to yourself, man. Like, people are allowed to smell nice, and you're allowed mm. to think people smell nice. Just don't say it. But after people have left, you can't be yeah. talking about how you were smelling people. That's fucking weird. That's the weird part. Anyway, so uh, I'm uh, like, we're sitting in the, in this in this Uber, and uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, well, we probably smell like popcorn because we're just in the cinema. And he's like, oh, what'd you go see? And I'm like, uh, Oppenheimer? He goes, oh, thank God. Because if you'd gone and seen Barbie, I would have ended the ride right now. I'm like, oh, yeah. That seems um, like an escalation. And he goes, oh, I just think it's the stupidest movie of all time. I'm like, oh, did you see it? He's like, no, not yet. I'm like, yet? <laughs> he goes, not ever. I'm like, all right. All right, all right, all right. And then uh, the entire trip was, the entire ride was just a fucking, it was lunaticville yeah, shit. You can sure pick him. Oh, I know, right? Um, what did he, he talked about how he wished uh, murder was legal so that he could kill the dumb people in cinemas who play on their phones. Uh, and, and I- you were like, do we just become best friends? <laughs> And I hate those people as well, but I don't want to murder them. But he did seem uh, prone to hyperbole, uh, as he might say. Um, yeah, he wished he had a baseball bat for people who call unnecessary meetings at work. Uh, and yeah, it was just... uh it's like a good dude. It was some shit, man. Like, God damn. Anyway, so uh, that was that was something else. Did you tell him you're an influencer? I did, I did not mention <laughs> that I'm an influencer. Uh, he was telling me about a podcast he listens to that has Uber in the name, and uh, it just sounded a little too cuckoo, you know, like Ubermen or something. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, all right, fair enough. Oh, that's our subtitle on uh, oh, on the podcast. Well. Beats. Uh, big fella, if you're listening, uh, don't tell people you like our 
they smell or whatever. It's weird. If you're listening. Um, yeah. So, right. so so the film was too long and yes. then you had a terrible experience. Get is, is that why you didn't like the film? Because you had a bad night or? I didn't say I didn't like the film. Oh, you said you hated it before. Uh, yeah. You I said it's the worst film you've ever seen apart from Barbie. Uh, apart which you haven't which seen, I haven't yet. seen yet. Yeah. 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 So not the worst film. Because okay. Barbie's the worst film. Um, yeah. But yeah. No, like pretty good. But it's just, you know, classic Nolan things, you know? Like, I don't know. I could hear shit this time. I don't know what they did. Except, except during one sequence, they, uh, it seemed like it was having the most emotional acting of the fucking entire movie. And then the fucking, the sound starts to overtake everything. You're like, hell yeah, right, he's having a panic attack or whatever. Yeah, there was one scene where it got quite loud, but yeah. I was like, I can fucking hear it. Like, people are talking. This is amazing. Is yeah. this what it's like watching a Chris Nolan film right. at the cinema? Fucking wild. Brand new shit. Yeah, but um, uh, anyway, what's Barbie like? Tell us. No, it's it's fun. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, I obviously hadn't seen the trailer, so I had no idea what was to expect. But um, yeah, and I don't want to spoil anything. But I, I enjoyed it. It's very funny. Cool. And everybody's really good. Ryan Gosling is amazing in it, right. and so is Margot Robbie. Mm. But Ryan Gosling is very funny, right? As it would. I mean, he he's. Uh, What's that nice other comedy guys. he did? Nice Guys and uh, Crazy Something Love. Crazy Fuck. Stupid Love. You've, yeah. Crazy Stupid Love. It's good in that. Yeah. So you can do comedies. Like he's got the comedy chops, the yeah. timings. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was very good. You should definitely uh, see it. I, I don't know. I think we were talking about this the other night. Like, is it a, is it a cinema film? Yeah. And maybe, like, it's got some. Like, it's. I don't think it's like. Uh, like, Oppenheimer is not. It's got like fucking the sound in it is amazing, mm. um, but it doesn't have like the set pieces. You know no, what I mean? Like yeah. it's a, it's a drama, um, like the spectacle. Yeah. I'd still recommend people go watch the cinema. But uh, Barbie, yeah, is like bright colors and that sort of shit. Like, oh, I'm gonna you. We want to go see um, like across Spider Verse. Like that's perfect cinema thing because it's you know, book slick. Yeah. Uh, so Barbie's got similar type of thing like it's the set design and very over the top and yeah. bright colors and all that sort of stuff um yeah no i enjoyed it and i guess i don't know if it'd, it'd be a good time now because it's already been out for a week but like i went with a because it was opening night it was like the crowd yeah like everybody was dressed in pink right like that sort of thing so um you might miss a lot of the audience experience which does help sometimes in a film or change your experience in a film sure True. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I I, I enjoyed it. I thought mm. it was fun. All right. Cool. Yep. Uh should we talk about some games? Let's do it. Yeah. Um I put Marvel's Midnight Suns here because after we talked about it last week. Yeah. I went I went and played a bunch. You went back. Um Yeah, so uh you talked about how you jumped in uh it was on sale, I guess, during the the Steam um, sale, summer, yep. winter sale, depending on where you're in the world, and picked it up. It was on cheap mm. uh, and had been playing it and enjoying it. And I uh, played it last year. It was kind of like on and off. I'd jump in and, and play a couple rounds and and uh, jump out. And I remember um, at one point they ended up changing something in the game. And I can't remember if it was like up changing engine or 
something weird like that but like engine versions but uh it was it was crashing quite a lot and that's why i kind of um jumped out of it right. it's still crashing i had oh. like one or two crashes when i was playing but the checkpointing is is quite good it, it generally saves after every turn or uh so you, it's not like i'm resetting the entire um thing again which can take like some of those fights can take like 30 minutes yep. um so yeah i jumped in and played some of the i think it was the dlc so uh like storm um i went and did some of that sort of stuff um i i'd finished the deadpool dlc already the last time around it came out um yeah and then i went and did some uh some morbius dlc uh so that was fighting vampires right um and there's like like really cool team-ups of of hey we're gonna go do this mission and like it's you take like blade along with you and so that's a cool dynamic of this vampire or or uh what's his fucking shtick living vampire um and then the vampire hunter um and then like them having a bit of a a dynamic and talking to each other and that sort of thing so yeah i did uh morbius i did storm and then i um i did like one or two sort of just main campaign missions the others were locked i think which was venom and might have just been venom um right was the last one i haven't done yet but yeah man like again that game is that's so much fun um and so yeah i I want to have that on my list as a game i i try and check in regularly i just um had fallen off and you kind of reminded me that it was there um (laughs) because yeah it's a fun game it's really cool um and they like introduce a bunch of new mechanics in the dlc that i played as well like different ways that uh the enemies interact with the cards and like giving you bleed effects and um there was like this this uh almost like an egg thing that would like spew out vampires every couple of turns right and you had to either kill it or focus on like the boss enemy and like it's that resource management game again of like do i kill this thing or do i do i defend this thing or do i you know save up my points and go for the boss or um which is i think it does really well and so yeah i I had fun playing quite a bit of that the other day so yeah you pulled me back in well um did you play any more or not really uh yeah we we played it a little bit um for like we we played through a a bit more but um yeah did you buy the dlc was was that part of the package yeah i got the the whatever collector's edition or the sure fucking full full fucking thing legendary edition i think it was called yeah yeah legendary edition so it came with it all it's still on sale 60 bucks for the legendary edition or 35 for just the base game um i'd probably buy the base game see if you like it and then... I, yeah that's i think that's what i said last week um yeah because you can yeah then you can grab the other stuff just upgrade it yeah exactly yep. um but yeah like yeah we jumped out back in again and uh yeah it's I just, I really like the fucking combat system. I mean, hmm. we did a fight. Uh, I can never, like, never tell when the game is doing one of the fights where it's just going to continuously spawn enemies. Because I, uh, like, when I don't have a specific, like, do this shit in three turns type limit, I basically try to, like, eliminate everyone yeah to maximize gains 
Mm. It doesn't tell you when, like, how many people it's going to spawn, how many enemies. Whereas XCOM was like, reinforcements are coming next round. This game just got it, like, chucks them at you. I think the only time it doesn't is when it's, like, clear all enemies. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, yeah, you, like, if you clear, but, like, on some fights, if you clear all the enemies, it won't spawn anyone else in. And, some others where there's a MacGuffin on the ground or some shit um, it'll be like acquire the MacGuffin and then clear all the remaining enemies or something Mm. Uh, and I I just find myself like getting caught up in trying to clearing people clear yeah as many as humanly possible and then realizing oh if I just pick up the fucking MacGuffin I could probably finish this fucking fight it doesn't really matter and I'm just you still sort of doing up. more of the stuff that I enjoy. So, yeah, it's actually kind of a, you know, a good thing. Um, we've been going down the, uh, I think, I think the dark. Like, oh, right. Yeah. 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 There's like choices in the game, like hearts and. Yeah. No, no. Light and dark. And then yeah, there's like light and dark. And friendship. Friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, we're just, we're going to the dark one because the first couple of options we picked mm. like the the dark doesn't tell one you seemed more like it does have a symbol yeah. um but they seem like more reasonable fucking options and then uh, my philosophy is always stick with whatever you fucking did because i don't know i haven't you know looked it up or anything but you should like in mass effect or whatever you dick yourself if you fucking split the fucking mm. split your path so yeah, we're just sort of sticking with it now, but I'm not I'm not wild about where those choices are taking me. Um, so, yeah. yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's like three words as an answer, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I'll pick that, and then the, the delivery of it and the rest of the shit they said, you're like, that's not what I wanted to do. We're like I don't think so. And then it has the dark sun next to it, and then you you're like, well, yeah, I don't think so. So I'll pick that, and he's like, I don't fucking think so, you stupid bitch. Try it. Try and see what happens, you motherfucker. (laughs) I wish I had a baseball bat. And you're like, no, what the fuck? I like how you smell. No, I didn't mention smell. You didn't fucking say anything about smell in the fucking... Fuck. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It does go... Yeah. Some wild directions. And also... All of the Midnight Suns seem to like the dark options and... The Avengers characters do not like the dark options. Hmm. So I'm just pissing away friend points with Doctor Strange at the moment. I'm losing friendship points left, right, and center. Uh, trying to fucking talk to him at the moment and keep on track. But hmm. hopefully you're able to, like, it seems like those uh, hangouts... I don't know if you do a hangout with Doctor Strange or anything, but um, it seems like those hangouts allow you to gain more points that you can really lose in conversations. So probably more able to make that up. I don't know. I haven't reached, I haven't maxed anyone out in friendship yet. I'm doing well with the chick you do the first hangout with, whatever her name is. But yeah, the teleporting one. Is she tele- the magic? Not the magic one. P- 
pardon me, the other one. Um, yeah, I don't know. She never comes on missions with me. None of none of the Midnight Suns come on missions with me. I don't give a shit about them. They're all fucking garbage. <laughs> the yeah. fuck out of here. Um, yeah. I like I like how you can uh, customize their decks and stuff, uh, and that adds an extra layer to it. Because um, you're not just picking cards that work for them. You're picking cards that work with the rest of your your deck, and th- yeah. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a good game. Who's your uh, Who's your go to? Uh, who am I using at the moment? Strange, Captain Marvel. Yeah, those two. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was I was using Blade a lot because I was finding yep. Bleed was really good. Like you can stack bleed like a motherfucker. So I was on strange and blade for a while, but I just I think once you get Captain Marvel into that binary mode, she just like all you have to do is make sure she never fucking loses any armor, and she does so much fucking damage that you just like everyone else just sort of has to tank for her, and she just fucking melts. It's, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. That's uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. It's available now, and it's still on sale if you want to check it out. Dope. Um, all right, next up, we have uh, Diablo 4. The season of the Malignant um, started last week. Uh, you and I jumped in and played uh, quite a bit mm. together. Yep. Um uh i uh what did you roll you re- you re-rolled or so you rolled a new character because it's seasons yep um what'd you pick and what sort of build you running uh so i picked a rogue and uh rogue is holy fuck man compared to because i played rogue in the beta and compared to the beta this has been so fucking easy and i know some of it's the malignant but powers and yeah but I don't know. Some of it's also the, the rogue seems super fucking powerful. Um, I am running. <clears throat> what am I? I'm throwing fucking throwing knives, and mm. I'm basically ranged. I'm basically ranged. I do have some uh, ability to do m- melee, but I'm not using it at all. Uh, it, it's just there's no fucking point. Um, it's like basically my my AOE uh, is is melee, and so it's got fuck all range as it is, and I have to be in the fucking center of it, and I'm squishy as fuck, and half the things drop poison, so fuck that shit. So I just single target, throw knives, and fucking punt motherfuckers, uh, and it's dope. What about you? Where'd you go this time? Uh, so I previously was playing a uh, sorcerer in my my main game um, seasonal game. I rolled a barbarian, mm. um, and so with that one, I have basically like a um, my left click. My my basic ability just does a couple of hits, um, depending on uh which which weapon i've got so the barbarian has four weapons mm. they carry because he's 
got OCD or something. I'm not too sure. Right. Um, and like uses certain weapons for certain uh, skills, which you can, which the game automatically picks for you. Yeah. Like, hey, this is the best weapon you should be using. Or you can go in and individually assign which weapons you want for each skill. Um, so I've got my basic attack, which generates fury. Um, and then once I get enough fury, I've got my right click, which is like a giant hammer that he just slams down. And that does like 280% damage. Um, if it kills somebody, it resets the, the cool cooldown on it. Um, if I don't kill anybody with it, it's a, it's a 14 second cooldown. All right. um, but it does like a, a decent chunk of um damage when i when i hit things uh and then i've got no sorry that's not the hammer that's my other one the hammer just does a bunch of fucking damage uh death strike is the one whereas i i kill someone resets right um and then he's got his uh berserker rage which makes him unstoppable for a certain amount of time uh increases damage and movement speed uh and it also um uh it also does a bunch of other things as well um that i can't remember off the top of my head and then i'm trying to look at the pictures here and then right. <laughs> uh, uh rally is a uh increase in movement speed and um resource gen which is a i'm pretty sure it applies on you as well um it buffs you so i've seen that happen like it buffs your allies so it's an oh, ally okay. buff yeah a- anyway so i'm playing that i'm like a whereas before a uh oh, it's a, the blue ranged, ring, it? yeah okay yeah or blue orb or something comes around you yeah. um so yeah uh and the ultimate does like a knockback effect as well now that i remember right. uh so yeah basically he um yeah, he's a he's a melee character, um, whereas my sorcerer was a, a ranged character. So it's a bit of a different uh, type of thing going on here. Like I'm I'm actually standing up close to things and hitting them. Yep. Um, yeah, and that's where I'm at at the moment. I think I'm level. F- where did we stop? Like forty? I don't know. I haven't played. I've been busy the last couple of days. I haven't had a chance to jump in. Yep. But I got to like forty. I think. You, I'm you were about thirty-five yeah. ish. Yeah. When when I stopped with you. Yeah um yeah and so uh you start the new characters and uh it, it gives you the um seasonal quest line which is uh this malignant force has taken over um the areas and you're sort of uh running around and and doing a bunch of quests there's a new character who has a, a crafting bench um which <laughs> allows you to basically um you attack certain types of enemies malignant enemies mm. uh they drop a uh they, they drop an item on the ground and then you use your cage uh, your cage to uh to click on them and it like sort of summons a more powerful enemy to that location as well as a bunch of uh stronger minions and you have to kill that enemy and once you kill it they drop a, a heart and the malignant heart has a uh some sort of status effect and bonus is applied to it. They basically work like jewels or gems in the game. Yeah. Um, but these in particular uh, are more like a uh, legendary effect on a, on a weapon that you get. So they've got properties and um, weird things that they do. Whereas a gem will be like, this gives you 120 armor or it's got 2% extra life, life uh, steal or um, it's got thorns attached to it. Uh, whereas these malignant gem, uh, malignant hearts have abilities 
uh, on top of their normal sort of things that they do. So you socket them into items, uh, your jewelry to start off with. And I think later on, as you progress further into the game, there's other types of malignant hearts that unlock that can go into other types of items as well. Because uh, there is a various range of um, malignant hearts that you can get and they all do different abilities. Some of them are tied to certain uh, classes. So like you and I would be getting different hearts because there's barbarian hearts and then there's uh there's rogue ones as well and so i think like there was one that you got which i guess you can talk about which was quite interesting <laughs> yeah uh the like the, there's one i mean i, I thought uh, the malignant gems are far and away the most interesting thing uh about about everything like in this season and they do uh <clears throat> they're, they're a blessing and a curse, really, because what they wind up doing is, uh, like, really revitalizing how you play, but at the same time, they're unbelievably powerful. And so uh, it feels like you kind of need to have them. Um and so it, it like radically changes how you look at gearing up because I had I've had a couple of circumstance like situations where like you know we're leveling up so we're getting gear uh pretty like outpacing pretty out leveling our gear uh pretty quickly but there have been a number of times where I've just continued to use a piece for like 10 plus levels longer than I would have normally mm. solely because it allows me to keep the fucking malignant gen that I'm currently using as opposed to um, to swapping it out for something worse. Uh, like it's on rings and amulets. Uh, so yeah, I've got some really fucking killer rings, but yeah. they don't have a purple malignant slot. I think, I think it's a purple. Um, and so as a result- It's devious, yeah. Um, I'm- I'm just like, well, then you're fucking useless to me because I've got the purple malignant gems to replace, but if the slot isn't there, then fuck it. And so the what I'm looking at here is this: there's this uh, malignant gem for the rogue where whenever you use one of your stealth skills, uh, it spawns a shadow clone that taunts all nearby enemies. And then after it, after it's either destroyed or after a certain amount of time, it expires and it explodes and does a fuck ton of damage. And it is my fucking room clear, man. Like I am running through, running like through dungeons and trying to like get as many enemies as I can. I'm literally like training as many fucking mobs as humanly possible. And then... Once I, I feel like I got enough and I can't keep them all together, I pop my stealth thing and then that's it. it. They all get taunted and then I just fucking stand back. I don't even fucking fire so I don't fuck up the taunt. I just wait for them to fucking explode and they die en masse and it is ridiculous. So obviously I can't get rid of that, you know, like obviously I got to keep that fucking thing going because it is so goddamn powerful but it's like far from the only one there's another one that i'm using um where i've got like a 30 percent chance to uh cause knockback on my basic skill and 
So I'm literally like, even when I am getting like rushed, I just start hitting my resource generator and I'm pushing them back away again and I remain at ranged. And so that's huge as well. And so that yeah. is sort of a must have as well. And we've had elite fights where we, we were doing the, um, what were we doing? I think we're doing, we were doing a stronghold. I think it was. And like, there was an elite in there and he was aggroed onto you Mm. and you just kept like knocking him back into this bookcase (laughs) and I'm just standing next to him, just hitting him. But he was like trying to get to you and he just stood there for like 15 seconds because he couldn't get anywhere. He couldn't go Um, Yeah, and he like never aggroed back onto me again. He was like, this fucking guy, what is he doing? (laughs) Um, Yeah, like like, I think the devs talked about it in the um when they first did the reveal for this and they said like this is gonna break the game they like the builds you're gonna see are gonna be yep. broken um because yeah i had one as well which I, i'm not using anymore but it was like knocking down enemies oh, yeah. whenever i yeah. uh, i did a, a, an attack on them um and it would just make it basically cause an animation where they would just fall over so i'd be fighting like minions and they're constantly just falling over because i'd hit them and that was it yeah. um so yeah, and we're we're only at like the basic level of hearts at the moment. We yeah. haven't hit that the next sort of couple of tiers, which unlock a bit later on. Um, once you make your way through the quest line, we kind of stop doing the quest because we started running dungeons and yeah. doing whispers and all that sort of thing. And I completely forgot like, oh, there's a quest line that we should be doing as well. Um, so I will go back at some point and do that, but. Yeah, um, I don't know. I had fun. I had fun. Uh, I did too, but that. also at the same time, I was kind of like, I was having fun while I was playing with you, but I also jumped in to play on my own and it was less fun. And I do think that they have, I don't know. I think they've missed something, man. Like, I think there's too much running around redoing dull shit. Uh, I don't have a problem with running around redoing fun shit, uh, like leveling up and, and stuff like that, but running around redoing side quests I've already done or finding waypoints again, uh, like I've already got the map uncovered and I've got all my altars and blah, 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 whatever, right? Uh, I don't have to do that again. Thank fucking God. But yeah, I do have yeah. to go get the fucking waypoints again, and that is kind of annoying. Um, and some of them are still unlocked. Like the main regions are unlocked. It's the, the, the little ones yeah, that you got to go find. Which yeah, yeah. And like I don't know if that's. You, you, I think they're in a weird spot with that one because I guess they want you to go out and do some of this stuff. But at the same time, if they just had everything unlocked, people would just be teleporting everywhere and getting to like to the some of those places a bit quicker um yeah not not that much quicker like i guess you've got a horse right so you can just technically yeah i think they will change at some point and you like you don't get you don't really get attacked while you're on the horse so it makes Hmm. like getting to these places like if like i do not want the horse to go away but if they significantly ramped up the threat on the horse, uh, then it would require more fucking brain power to go to some of these fucking places. As it is, 
I'm literally watching a fucking YouTube on one screen and just like clicking. And occasionally I will like glance back over and I'll have been running into a bone wall for the last however many seconds. Mm. And then I just them. go around it a little bit and or, you know, the one out of every 10 times the bone wall actually blocks you and you got to fucking do something about it. But yeah, like I'm literally not paying any attention to the game and it's like it, that's not what I want. You know, out of this experience, out of this game experience, I want the active thinking game experience, not the fucking, I don't need to fucking think about shit game experience. Um, so I just, yeah, I think they need to do something better than that uh, because, yeah, I'm just, I, I mm. see I've got like quest markers, main quest markers, malignant quest markers, out on the outskirts of the fucking the map, and I'm like, ugh. that's uh, just gonna be that's just gonna be a dull journey, yeah. As opposed to, like, oh, I could go do something like get me to do fucking more malignant tunnels or some shit. You know, I actually really like fighting the malignant enemies. I like that they come back, and that you get to choose when they come back, like. Normally, I know normally in video games, I do not like the return of a boss, the fucking second phase boss. Mm. But I actually think when you can like sit there and prep and like and like get your shit together, like it actually builds a sort of tension uh, and allows you to fucking like they're playing solo. There have been a couple of uh, malignant bosses that have actually been uh, a halfway decent challenge for me because also <laughs> uh, it's sending me to spots where I am vastly below the level cap. So I'm running through fucking strongholds at this uh, at the moment where that are 12 levels above me and shit. Um, and I'm getting through them, but like it's tricky, right? Like my uh, my stealth cheese tactic uh, yeah. to wave clear it's not wave clearing it's doing half health and then I have to actually fucking fight these things type thing um, so yeah uh, I'm taking on enemies that are tougher than uh, than I am and I appreciate it man like I actually I actually like that shit uh, I, you know we've, we've talked about it before that's where the game's at its best either I'm absolutely fucking clomping through shit where I'm like getting through by the skin of my fucking teeth. And some of these malignant enemies, I will get through with nothing left. Mm. Those ones that have like, because they're, they're definitely harder, like they've got more uh, effects attached to them. Yeah. Um, and the ones that have like lifesteal oh. with like three cold effects and you're yeah. like what the fuck is when we were fighting one dude the other day and we're like what is going on here we're both why is this guy still alive like we're both single target focusing this dude and getting the shit walloped out of us and he's like yes okay we got him down to a third of his health nope he's back at full i and i am running out of fucking pots yeah <laughs> but yeah um yeah and then like they drop and they drop their heart, and you got to click on the heart and bring them back again, and you got to fucking mentally overcome that part and actually yeah. do it Plus yourself. That's the shit they bring with them. Exactly, and you're like, oh, my God, I don't fucking know if I'm up for this shit. Run around and see if you can find a fucking well 
get all your fucking pots back and then fucking click that shit and do it again. Let's go. Um, it's cool. I like the I like that system. I think that's cool. And uh, I think they're on something real good with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just there's there's some tedium. And I know that um you know, man, the internet's been real fucking down on this game. Um, like the the vocal internet. It's getting review down. bombed on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> After those patch notes dropped, uh, yeah, it got review bombed. I think I think we talked about it last week, but um, yeah, yeah, people weren't happy with the uh, some of the changes that were coming, and it was kind of like I think just like wait and see for the patch to drop, then play it. Yeah. Like the people were up. A, was quite down about the experience changes and i think it's quicker now like uh, it feels quicker i think because we're killing stuff faster yeah like and that's the problem is that like people are looking at numbers but at the same time hey the the malignant stuff they've told us it's going to be broken so you're yeah. technically going to be a lot more overpowered and so stuff does yeah I, I think you're you're sort of right about that is that because we're doing more damage we're killing stuff quicker yeah um and also the level scaling changes at some point where the things will be lower level than you and so you'll be killing them even quicker than that so yeah i don't know yeah well, i haven't really looked into yeah, it since out in then, the world but- yeah everything's way lower level than you mm. and so you are smashing through it really fast it's just in the fucking in strongholds and in the hell tide but we uh, we haven't reached the hell tide yet um no we didn't do one which- um, we could have done could but be it. Could be yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah, the internet's hella down on it. It's hard to actually get to, like, you do have to play yourself. I do think that the game has problems. I, I think that there are things that they need to address uh, yeah. and address them, like, fucking quick. Um, because, yeah, like, I'm back to, like, I... I had a lot of fun playing with you, but I don't want to play it on my own. And that is a problem because like that's where I was getting I was getting a lot of fucking value out of Diablo 3 playing it alone after mm. after they fixed the you know, after the Paragon ex, stuff and all yeah, that. Yeah, expansion pack. Like because you could just do runs. Uh rift runs on your own and stuff like that like once you'd leveled up and and then you could team up with with your mates and drag them through some rifts or get dragged through some rifts or just fucking get them some cool loot or whatever the fuck but none of that exists really yet you know like uh nightmare dungeons don't really exist in that same way because the the loot just isn't there there aren't enough really malignant gems like we've already seen all the malignant gems we're gonna see I assume you've seen all the gems you're going to see. I've already seen all the ones I'm going to see. Um, really? Yeah, man. No, no, there's tons more. Like, there's other ones that open up afterwards. There's, like, different areas. You know you know those tunnels you go into? There's sometimes, like, gates that don't open, and they open later on in the game. Yeah, but... It's like, like, different tiers. You're not getting, like, other gems. There's only... There's something like... I don't know, fucking... What is it? 30 or something 30 gems or some shit there's only 30 gems so like and they're split by color so not all of them are some of them are yeah but like that's what I'm saying right like there's there's probably like 10 that are generic Mm. across all the classes and then the 
other like four, four for each class or some shit for the rest, you know? Like, so right. if you've seen all of those gems, yeah, you're not going to see anything that's going to fucking blow your mind. And like, right. that's not to take anything away from them. I do think they're fucking cool. It's just that like, we've also already got them. So there's nothing to reach for there. And you hear about the drop rates on these fucking Uber uniques. And so there's no point in reaching for those. There's no interesting sets yet. There's just like, it's a game that, it's a loot chasing game. Well, there aren't any sets, are there? Right? Like there's, I don't think there are, right? No, there's none. Yeah. D3 had sets. But that was the thing, right? Is it like you had to build the set, whereas maybe they're not wanting to do that anymore? But like- Because it's all like, you can kind of just- if you're looking for something, you can sort of just get it, trash it, and then build it yeah. later on and all that sort of thing. Whereas in, you know, you wanted a Demon Hunter set in Diablo 3 and you needed those fucking, that specific gloves or whatever, and then you'd go grind for it for yeah. fucking ever. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just, I feel like I read something about them wanting to get away from, from that sort of thing where everything was kind of viable. But yeah, I think like we're also only six seven weeks after launch um and this is the first season i i think that like next season will be the to see where things are going because now they've had at yeah. that point they'll have had nearly six months or five months of eyeing out all the issues at launch and now looking at balance changes and how to run some of these seasons yeah uh and we should hopefully get a better idea of, like what that stuff's going to be like future because What'll be the gimmick in the next season? They hmm. can't do the same thing with like, hey, we've got a different type of gem and it's going to do this. It'll yeah. be like something. And if they can keep that interesting um, where it feels like it's a different type of mechanic, then that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, and then trying to figure out, like they've, they've said the other day in that campfire, they're not going to be nerfing characters anymore, which I don't know. The way I looked at the patch notes and I don't think they nerfed the character that I was playing. It, it looked like most of them were buffs um but like later on in in terms of like fixing some of the vulnerability stats was where they hit people with the hammer but that was mm. because of that effect was kind of it was definitely broken because every class was using like if you didn't have uh, a vulnerability effect it was kind of like what are you doing yeah um so like hitting if you get rid of or, or nerf that then yes you're going to have a nerf across all the classes for damage but at the same time you're from a design standpoint you're forcing players to be like you need this or there's no point in having it because once you get to a certain part of the game you're not gonna be able to do the things that we require you to do so i can understand why they would want to get rid of that yeah to make other builds more viable um but yeah i i don't know i just find it weird that people just got really upset about things when they hadn't tried it yet or played it it was kind of we saw a similar thing with um, when they first announced like seasonal content and people being like, what do you mean I need to re-roll, like make a new character? It's very weird because it was like people being very vocal about a thing that like Diablo has, that's the way it's always been. Yeah. And, and like kind of not understanding every that. Every other game as well. Like yeah, Path and it's of like, Exile does uh, it as well. And like, it's kind of the path of the course now. Hmm. It's pretty odd. Yeah. And so I think there are like vocal, extremely vocal players in some of these communities that uh that are like why the fuck is it set up like this it's just stupid and it's like we'll just wait and 
get your hands on it and then you maybe understand why it is set up that way yeah. it's been set up that way because these games have been running this way for fucking 20 years and it's proven and it works so like just chill yeah um but i like i don't know i don't feel like i did jump in and play some of my sorcerer i, I don't feel like i'm doing like less damage and getting stomped by everything like it still felt the same to me yeah so i don't know maybe obviously i think there are points when you get to potentially level 100 or whatever the cap is maybe be like well i'm not doing as much damage now it's like all right yeah but 98 percent of the community is not where you're at no so (laughs) chill the fuck out yeah uh yeah anyway yeah for sure um yeah i think season two will be where it's at as well hopefully they got a better battle pass as well i'm I'm like knocking through these battle pass challenges and looking at the stuff. I didn't activate my. Yes, you did. You fucking. I come back like after a while. I'm like, what is this armor you're wearing? It's not. It's not battle pass armor. It's not <laughs> oh, battle pass armor. Not. It's just fucking you road shit, man. I look fucking sick, man. I look so good. It's crazy. I think oh, it that, must that's be like the other thing. It's like it shows you on the loading screen now. Yeah. It's got your um your team your which party, i think yeah. that's a, such a good change because you can be like fuck Jove looks sick yeah. how much money did you spent none zero i think it was came <laughs> with the like the version or something i don't know but i haven't activated my battle pass so i'm still on the free one but i'm looking through oh. the tiers and i'm like i don't give a shit about any of this like uh yeah none of it's really fucking tickling my pickle so Oh, oh, I activated it i clicked it it said activate battle pass i was like what is this fucking button oh. and i pressed it oh yeah and then it comes up on the screen like processing and I'm like, wait, did I just fucking buy a battle pass? <laughs> you. And I'm like, and then it comes up and it goes, battle pass unlocked. And it's like, ching, ching, ching. It's like going through. I'm like, oh shit, what have I done? Have I just spent money on this? But uh, it turns out that the the version we have the, yeah. has it. Um, but I also, like there needed to be a warning on there. Being like, <laughs> are you sure you want to activate this? Because yep. I was freaking out. I was like, did I just spend fucking 20 bucks? Yep. And no, yeah, anyway. Mm. Um, I've not looked at, uh, yeah, I haven't looked at a whole lot of that stuff in there. I know there are like ashes or something that you can put into uh, to increase your XP gain as well. Um, yeah, I can't wait. But I haven't really looked out. into how that stuff works. I think that unlocks it like a level 50 or something. Right. Um, yeah, anyway. No, I think, uh, yeah, I agree. Like season two is going to be where they're like, hey, we're now focused on seasonal content. Uh, we've put one out. We've had, you know, a bit of, we've had feedback at this point. So uh, hopefully it gets to a, a really good place. So Yeah yeah i mean i'm keen to see what they do and, and at some point like they're gonna start rolling out these expansions and i guess new characters and at some point we'll get to fight diablo yeah no he's in it the aliens oh yeah, yeah. come and time traveling aliens yeah they took him away he'll come back him and Oppenheimer. um all right yeah cool i'll uh I'll, I'll try and play a bit more of that when i get some time nice um all right, what else we got here? Luck be a landlord. Luck be a landlord. I had this one suggested to me uh, because uh, it's like Slay the Spire. And uh, everyone knows how much I love Slay the Spire. And uh, let me tell you right up front, 
is not like Slay the Spire. Uh, it is a roguelike deck builder uh, where you are uh, building out a slot machine, basically. Uh, so you start off with like five icons, five classic uh, slot machine style icons, uh, like cherry and a fucking fruit and like a coin and blah, blah, blah. You spin it, right? And so the, the gimmick of the game is uh, you've moved into this place and you have to pay rent and... Uh, Every every time you pay rent, the rent goes up, and you've got to pay your your landlord enough money uh, to get through the year. Uh, so 12, 12 lots of rent basically. And uh, at first, you got to pay. You got five spins to uh, make twenty five dollars, and your your cherry gives you one gold, and your coin gives you one gold, and uh, your fucking goldfish gives you one gold and you spin and then you get the opportunity to add more uh, slots to your slot machine and you get a choice from, from three different things and uh, it tells you up front what, what they're worth and uh, you have to basically... Make sure you make enough money to pay your rent. Uh, in in five spins, you need to pay $25. One spin gets you $5. So five times five, 25. However, it costs you one gold to spin the fucking machine. So you will be short if you don't get any icons. And so you need to start picking icons. And then the game, the, the the deck building part comes from the fact that they're like these icons have synergies. So if you've got like a, a cherry and a orange and a watermelon, peach, peach oh. uh, watermelon, I don't know, you've got all these fruits, right? Uh, that's not necessarily a synergy, but if you get Mrs. Fruit, who comes in and eats the fruit and then gives you the price of the fruit, plus she adds to how much she's worth per spin, per piece of fruit she eats, suddenly you having all these fucking fruits turns into a very lucrative proposition indeed. And so you want to maximize that synergy. Or you might get like a, a mineral ore. And the mineral ore is cool if you've got the miner because he can smash the mineral ore and then out comes a gem of some sort. And the gem could be worth one, one gold, but it could also be worth up to four gold. And you don't know how much that's going to be worth until you fucking do it. and uh, And you've got a basically spin it to win it so you need, so in that case you're trying to get as many gems as humanly possible uh a good one is crabs just get as many fucking crabs as you can get because every time a crab is adjacent to another crab both of those crabs are worth double 
And if a crab is adjacent to another crab, is adjacent to another crab, is adjacent to another crab, you just pay your rent in one fucking spin. And uh, so you wind up like chasing down these fucking synergies and then, uh, yeah, sort of like working through the game from that perspective. And uh, so in that way, I guess that's how they've arrived at the idea that it's like Slay the Spire, right? Like you're adding to your deck. It's a deck building roguelike. Slay the Spire is a deck building roguelike. So if so, Faxo, it's a, it's a deck building roguelike, right? But in practice, it doesn't really work like that. Uh, it, I would say it's more like Solitaire because Solitaire is a game that is not like, it's not guaranteed that you'll win it. You're not like a lock to win at Solitaire every time you play it, right? And so at some point, being good at Solitaire involves being good at knowing you will not win that you have already got an unlike being efficient at playing solitaire is knowing early that you have an unwinnable deck. And so you shuffle the cards and start again. Right. Uh, and luck be a landlord. There is a, a huge element of that at play because there are a lot of circumstances where you know very early on that you have zero fucking shot winning the fucking game um and so you're better off just fucking resetting uh and for a while for the first like five floors because every time you play uh through a year uh and the rent increases and increases and increases and increases um every time you get through to the final level it the landlord retreats a floor and you start again, but now you've got some sort of like drawback, one fewer re-roll token or something like that. And uh, yeah, for the first five floors, five or six floors, uh, it's it just it winds up being very much a case of learning synergies and learning to know when to call the fact that you've lost like early and starting over. Um, <clears throat> after the sixth floor, you get, there's like a, an extra thing you get, something called essence that dramatically changes the entire landscape and and like turns, turns the entire game in, into, it's not completely different, but there is a very big like, you could get an essence, like you can get some items, right? I don't know how to explain this very well. So you, you've got your your slots, uh, your icons on the slot machine, right? And then you've got item, items that sort of augment what those uh, slots do. So you've got, let's say you've got Mrs. Fruit and you've got all these fruits. If you've got fruit salad as an item, all of the fruit is worth one more gold by default, 
right? But Mrs. Fruit is eating that fruit. And so she's she's adding one to herself, but she's also making your deck worth less because technically all of your fruit was worth more than it it, it appeared to be up front, right? Like so there's there's a bit at play there where you you're trying to work out oh, do I actually want Mrs. Fruit? She is a powerful character. I do have all fruit, but I am making enough money that I could pay my rent for the year. Maybe I don't want to add her. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, a lot of the time you just don't get any of that. A lot of the time you just sort of like not offered any fruit at all. Or the item you get, like the items you get offered will have nothing to do with what what slots you've picked so far. And so you might like have a bunch of fucking fruit, but the item you get offered is the fucking goldfish bowl, which would have been good if you'd been fucking picking shitloads of fucking goldfish. But A, you're never going to do that because they are fucking worthless. They're worth one fucking gold. There's nothing that augments them into being worth more gold except for the goldfish bowl which you have no way of knowing you're going to get, and B and, and C or D or whatever the fuck I'm up to, like, the essence of the game is actually about, like, it winds up being a situation where there's only really, uh, the only viable strategy is just restarting until you get a good fucking start. And... So that's not, that's not terribly interesting. Like, you do get those those situations where, like... I think what appeals to people is like, because it's very positive on Steam and it's got really good ratings on Android. And I think the reason it's got really high reviews is because the there's that power fantasy. Like it's very easy to strike uh, a run where suddenly you are unstoppable, right? Like, uh, I had one run where the first like three, uh, the first three spins, I got a cultist, a cultist, and a cultist. And the cultist is a dangerous one to pick on your first spin because it's worth it's worth zero, right? Um, on its own. If it's on its own, it's worth zero. And like I said before, you need 25 to get through your first rent. You've only got five spins. If you pick an icon that's worth zero, then you're behind a gold. You need to make that up somehow. But as soon as you have more than one cultist, uh, it it goes up. Like uh, its value immediately starts to skyrocket. And if you've got three cultists, that's nine gold in in hand immediately. And I managed to get, I had five uh, cultists before like my third rent was due. And that was, that's 25 bucks a spin. And so I, it didn't matter. It didn't really matter what I was doing after that, right? I had so much fucking money that like I'd won, I'd won that round, run by like before the third rent um because you can you can just pick things to to flesh out the rest of the the slots you get 20 slots and you just flesh out the rest of those slots and whatever is there it doesn't fucking matter you're making 25 bucks a spin it's not like 
that that alone is not enough to fucking win. But you, if you're, all you're doing is spinning until you get another fucking cultist, because when you get another fucking cultist, then you're making 36 boxes spin. Uh, like, then everything's fucking... And you just you just buy things that give you more rerolls, that give you more opportunities to get cultists, and you just, like, get grossly overpowered very fucking quickly. And there are loads, loads of ways that you can do that. But... So I think it's very appealing from that sense, like that point of view. People are like, oh my God, yeah, I got the fucking best synergy. But like, I can't help but fucking notice that uh, at some point, all like, it's just, it's grossly inefficient if you don't have that crazy overpowered synergy. Like, the game just doesn't work if you don't have that. Like, I'm up to floor 15 now. And after floor 10, things get a little bit more interesting again. But at floor 6, these essences dramatically change everything. It's even easier to become grossly overpowered. Um, but, yeah, a lot of the time I'm just like, yep, all right. Like, after the first three spins, I will know if I've won or lost. Uh, because you can you can tell you can tell because it just it serves you up shit uh, and you're like all right well I'm not gonna make this work with fucking three fucking goldfish so like let's just fucking restart but there's no easy way to restart you got to go back to the main menu that's probably the most annoying thing about the game uh, so anyway uh, served up because I like Slay the Spire I do not think. It is as good as Slay the Spire by a long way. But I don't know. If you want some game that makes you feel like a fucking mad synergy genius, then yeah, give it a look. Cool. All right. That's Luck Be a Landlord. Yeah. It's on Steam. Hmm. Check it out. All right, um, a couple more games here. Uh, one of them is called Viewfinder. Uh, viewfinder uh, I've been playing well I, I finished it cool. um, it is a, a puzzle game which some people may have seen um, I think it was at a, in a PlayStation conference at one point uh, it's basically a first person uh, first person game where you are manipulating pictures uh, and changing the perspective of uh, the world in front of you and trying to solve different puzzles that the game throws at you as a uh, player character who is uh, teleporting through a world and uh, is presented with different objectives to try and uh, make their way through. Um, so at its basic level is you'll be given, uh, it starts off with like a picture all right, you, that you find on the ground. And uh, for instance, it could be you walking up to uh, a part of the environment and in front of you is a, a path and the path suddenly ends and on the other side of that is just a giant gap uh, that you cannot jump over um, and if you try and jump you won't make it and you'll fall and you'll have to start again and rewind um, but you've got this picture on hand and the picture might be like a platform and so what you do is you work your way around the environment and you bring that picture up into view and you move it around 
uh, so that the platform lines up with the uh, the gap that you've got between these two spaces and you click the button and it it imports what's in the picture into the level uh, and all of a sudden that broken bridge is now a traversable area that you can walk across because it's taken that 2d object placed it into the environment as a 3d object and solved that particular puzzle for you and that's pretty much like the basic um nature of the game is you getting these weird puzzles thrown at you and trying to figure out how to what the solution is using either pictures that are around the environment or later on uh you get a camera that's given to you and you take the pictures yourself to try and uh, manipulate the environment to try and solve everything that it's throwing at you you can do weird things like rotate the pictures that you take um so that you can flip them around uh and and maybe like you've got to angle them in a certain way or you might only have a certain amount of uh, photos that you can take per level um and so you're limited in like what you can do with that but yeah it's it's basically like um i've seen people say that it's it's similar to a puzzle game like um like portal or the witness um, and I think it is sort of on that sort of track where it gives you a way with interacting with the environment and then you've got to try and solve, uh, you know, use those, those things that it gives you to try and solve these weird, uh, puzzles that, that, that it throws at you. Uh, and I, um, I've had a lot of fun with it. It, it, it does like take you to different worlds as you're progressing through the game it's not super long it's maybe three or four hours and each world does have a different way with interacting with the game uh, and it's it's about you learning the rules of the thing it's just shown you and then it slowly increases as uh each puzzle is thrown at you and uh what you can do with that object or that that set of rules that it's given you slowly uh increases as it goes uh and there is a story surrounding it all uh, in terms of like what's sort of going on and all that sort of thing but at its core i think it's um you know it does lie more in its puzzle elements and its story it's not like a um like the two games i just mentioned like portal and and the witness where like there's big twists that happen and all that sort of thing yep. um but yeah it's uh i think it's a very neat game like the first sort of couple of times that you start playing around with these mechanics in the game and you're trying to do things that you think might work and when they do work you're like holy shit i'm a genius uh -uh. and that's when puzzle games really get like um they, they trigger something in you and you're like fuck that's so cool that that actually works uh and when it the thing that you're trying to do works when you think that it's not going to work and it does you're like oh that's cool i wonder how everybody else solved that and you go and like look to see how other people have done it and maybe they have done it the same way and other times they've done it like completely different um and that's uh that's really neat when you can think outside the box and it's still you know the thing that you've tried to do still works in a weird way um which is, is a lot of fun trying to discover all these uh strange ways to interact with the game like you were talking about one recently where it was like i'm pretty sure that's not the way you're supposed to solve that puzzle nope. um what game was that uh, uh i don't know can't remember anyway but yeah that's this type of thing where sometimes amnesia you come up bunker. against amnesia was no? it really? yeah yeah it was yeah okay um 
Maybe. Where it's like, oh, this is a, a you know, brute, almost brute forcing your way through a puzzle and it still works. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, and then there's there's like different mechanics where like there'll be a, um, maybe you don't have your camera on you anymore and there is a, a pol- Polaroid that is attached to a pole on the ground and you've got to then like click a button and it's got a timer on it and you've got to walk in the environment, maybe jump and then, uh, yeah, doing weird shit like that. And so, yeah, there's uh, there's some really cool, neat interactions that it throws into the game. And I think the thing that does really well is when you place these objects into the world, it does delete parts of the environment, but it also creates new parts. So you can pretty much be like, I'm going to take a photo of this. Uh, I don't know. You can take a photo of the whole level, for instance, and place it somewhere and it will recreate that whole level in wherever you've just placed it and so it's kind of i don't know it's very hard to explain but once you see it and it happens in action uh it's very mind-blowing because you're like how the fuck does this even work i don't understand uh but you're also manipulating the world in front of you so you can break it at times uh and so there is a rewind mechanic in the game where you can uh trigger uh with a press of a button it'll undo the thing you've just done so it's not like you're starting the entire level again um it's like a timeline bar on, on the bottom of the the hud that's like here's all the instances of where you've changed something or manipulated something in the world we can rewind you back to this spot uh so if you want to rewind like three uh you know three times ago where you've placed a picture you can get to that spot and you don't necessarily have to start again and, and that sort of stuff so uh yeah it's it's very well thought out uh i think a lot of the puzzles that it does throw at you is um really uh a lot of fun to try and figure out there's definitely some stuff in there that like i don't know like uh test your limits uh, on what's going on like you'll be looking at this and be like i have no fucking idea how to solve this uh and there were times where i was like there is a i'm pretty sure there's a, a help system in the game and i didn't realize this until quite towards the end of it um and i don't i never actually used it but uh i did go look at like videos of other people where and i did get stuck being like of course like that is i should have thought of that but right. i just i didn't and maybe that's a fault of the game itself not telling me that this is a rule or a thing that i could do right. or me just not experimenting enough with the world itself and and um trying to figure out like the limits of what i could do yeah so yeah um but yeah, I, I obviously don't want to go too much in detail. So that's why I sort of talked about the bridge thing because that's the, the the fun of the game is like discovering this stuff, um, like interacting with the world. And, and so that's the sort of very basic way that you can interact with it um, or like even creating a doorway, like an arch. Then there might be an arch you, or, or you take a, a picture of a vista and there'll be a wall there. And it's like, how do I get through the wall? All right, the photo I've just taken creates like a background or an arch and I can place that in the environment against this wall and that'll cut out that section and now I can walk through it. Um, Yeah, two sort of basic ways you can interact with the game and it just sort of escalates from there and gets harder and and harder as the game goes on. Uh, So yeah, I think it's a very neat puzzle game. Uh, It is $36. it's an indie game (laughs) uh i don't know it's maybe a little bit on the 
more expensive end because yep. I think because I've got a publisher, um, which is probably why it's a bit more expensive. But I do think it is a lot of fun. Uh, there is a, uh, I thought there was a demo. There's not a demo. Um, you can obviously go check out like, go check out the Steam page. There's a, a trailer there. If the first like 30 seconds to a minute seems interesting to you, mm. maybe give it a play. Um, I don't know if $36 is enough if it was under 30 I'd, I'd probably say it's it's a buy yeah but maybe, maybe tad chuck, too it expensive. On the, chuck it on the wish list yeah it's it's very fun um and it's uh we'll definitely test your your brain power and some of this and it's like we haven't had a good lot of puzzle games in, in a while um itching for something that's like uh, the witness or uh, there's one coming out soon, which will be the Talos Principle 2. People should probably keep an eye out for because oh, yeah. the first one was also really good. Yep. And um, yeah, that sort of scratches that itch, but it's a little bit, uh, it's not as, you know, it's a bit short. So yeah, it, it's still fun. So check that one out. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's Viewfinder. Have a look. Yep. All right. Any questions before I move on? Uh, no. No. All right. I cool. think so. I mean, um, yeah. It, did like, it make sense what I was saying? Yeah, it did. There was <laughs> there was some other game that sounded familiar, like similar to, but I just couldn't fucking place it. Like maybe a, maybe it was a mod for Portal or something. Hmm. But I don't know. There's, I mean, the, the one that's sort of similar is oh, the perspective game, Superliminal. Subliminal, yeah, where you are picking up objects in your in the environment, making them larger or smaller, yeah, and then by doing that, you press the button and it places it in the world. Sort of similar to this, but this is uh, you're taking photos of things mm. or or, or finding photos of certain things and then like manipulating the world with the photo, yeah, and it, and it places it in the world in a three D three D world, yeah. Superliminal is fantastic. Uh, if you if you haven't played it, I think it's on Game Pass. I'm pretty sure it's, it's on, on Game, Game Pass. Pass yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, the last game I have here is Remnant 2. Uh, this one released today on uh, across platforms. It came out in early access last week, I think Friday. Right. Um, I've been playing it for a few days now. I, I got a code for it. Hmm. I, I never played the uh, first one. Uh, you did play it, but it's basically a uh, a third person action action game, action a Souls like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a Souls like, but with uh, with shooting, which is something a little bit different. Most of the Souls like games we play have uh, knives and spoons. <laughs> um, yeah, you're you're fighting things with, with melee characters, yeah. and so. <laughs> Yeah, this one's a, a bit different, a bit of a different take on it. I never played that first one. Um, it's uh, it was something you played in co-op with Nate. Yep. Um, we tried to get. I you think I was four hundred times. I think I was overseas. I was living overseas States, when that yeah. yeah happened. Time difference made it a bit hard. Um, anyway, did you like that game? I, I I don't remember what happened with it. Yeah, I really liked Remnant One. Um, all the way up until the final boss fight, which was uh, utter dog shit. Um, but outside of that, I thought- Why is that? Because it was hard, too easy? It's like ridiculously hard. Um, 
Like just the the loss conditions were just fucking out of control. Um, right. And we did get through it, but it was like we were both like Nate and I were both like fucking at our quitting point at different times, which is the only probably the only reason we actually got through it. Cause if we'd both been at the quitting point at the same fucking time, we would, would have fucking bailed. Um, mm. but like I reached my quitting point and Nate was still about it. And then I got my second win when Nate got, was like, okay, fine. Fuck this. Let's quit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We got this. And then yeah. we got through it like one, one more attempt later. So <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh, like a real fucking surprise uh, to me. I was not expecting it to be good. And then I, I think we like fucking no-lifed it, basically. Like just n- knocked out in fucking four days or some shit, like back-to-backs, um, yeah. which was cool. Uh, we, we came to it a little bit late, but um, yeah. Really like the first one. Was looking forward to the second one. I haven't got a code yet. I don't know what's mm. going on. Yeah, uh, they've done a really bad job of job of marketing this one. I mean, in this region particularly, yeah. like nobody is handling it. Mm. Um, I heard about this game last week. <laughs> yeah, when I when I started to having, I had to do work for it. Right, uh, and then I, I eventually did get a code. Um, it just hasn't been. I don't know. It hasn't been on at least our radars. Yeah, it's just bizarre. Um, so yeah, you've not played this yet. It sounds like no, I haven't got it yet. So. Okay, mm. right. So I have, um, and I, I would be. I mean, if you ever do get around to it, I'd be interested in your opinion. Yep. Just to, I guess see how it compares to the first one because I'm coming up from it as someone who didn't play the first one, didn't know what I was in for at all, what mm. I was expecting, um, up until a week ago when I knew this was a game, and. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm having a really good time with it. I'm like you said, your experience with the first one, you being surprised. I am so surprised by this game. Yep. I I thought it was pretty like okay, generic. The first like hour, yep. it's a slow start. It's a really slow start. Uh, a lot of talking, dialogue, uh, setup, that sort of thing, and then you get into an area, and it's it it sort of reminded me of. Oh man, um, Risk of Rain, two or ri- or Risk of Rain, yeah, Risk of Rain two, yeah, um, where you're in like these wide open like arenas and you're killing things and like that's sort of where it throws you at. And I don't know if the first game did this, but it's like in this alien world that is very open. And I'm like, this is a bit bizarre. Um, I hope the whole game is not like this. I'm not really enjoying it. And then you sort of start like going around and you're killing aliens um and then you start discovering like uh you start discovering little almost like dungeons i think they're called like little hidden areas that you can you can find and then you go through them and they start getting a little bit more detailed and like there's uh objectives you can do inside these dungeons and there's all these types of enemies that you start coming up against um and then the game starts like teleporting you around to different areas you're like what the fuck is going on and that's when you start getting into actual like proper like oh this feels like a level like a a zone i'm in Mm. um so i i I really don't know what's going on with that first area i've heard that there's a lot of rng in this game 
Oh, yeah. And I don't know if the first game was like this, but like every class starts in like a different area. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> like different areas and, yeah, right. and, and, and shit like that. Um, and maybe that's just the zone I, I started off in, but I was just like, this is a really bizarre place to be in. I, this ain't vibing with me. And then it just like something clicked and I've been like absolutely hooked on this game. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going through like, it's, it's fucking weird. Like Dark Souls or the From Software. It's obviously like they're trying to do the From Software thing, but with guns. Um, and it does a lot of that stuff really like well, like weird shit, like weird characters you run into. Um, I, I found a like a jester dude on a pile of skulls that did a dance for me. And then after I finished watching him, he gave me like a, a fucking feather or something that let me uh, open up secret doors in this this cathedral thing I'm running around, labyrinth thing I'm running around, like weird shit like that. Um, or like a guy that is in this giant great hall eating a feast and he's like, come eat my feast. And I'm like, I am not eating whatever is on this like table, <laughs> yep. you weird motherfucker. Um, yeah, just like a very Dark Souls, very From Software vibes to it. And even yep. some of the levels you're like, it feels like I'm in a, uh, you know, in, no, I won't say that. Um, I was gonna spoil something. Anyway, uh, it feels like I'm in like Oklahoma a when the uh, time traveling <laughs> aliens, aliens come. Yeah. yeah. Um. No. Anyway, some of the levels of like let's try and rip some Dark Souls or Bloodborne shit. Uh. Yeah, and then like the 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 boss fights are very that sort of style. There's like uh, big giant weird enemies that come out at you, and you've got to try and battle them and uh yeah i just i had no idea this is what i was getting myself into and i'm i'm into whatever they're doing here there's bizarre like um uh gear that you find rings that'll have different powers there's a leveling up system which involves like uh trait cards that you unlock and you put points into mm -hmm. um you're getting different types of weapons throughout the game that you are spending uh, uh resources to level them up you're unlocking new weapons and crafting them you are doing just a bunch of stuff that I feel is very engaging. Hmm. Um, some of the dungeons you get into, there was one that I found, which was like, you need to clear everybody out of here in five minutes. And I'm like, cool. Uh, and I start working my way through this and it gets down to like a minute and a half. And I'm like, holy fuck, I've got to, I've probably got to be uh, pacing myself a bit quicker than this. Right. Uh, and I end up like trying to run through a bit more and, work my way uh through a bit quicker and up dying because i was being clumsy but like the second time i went through and started doing that it was like oh, okay i've actually got to like actually run through this and and put a bit of speed on there um so that was pretty cool and i don't know like there's a ton of science stuff you can do and i keep missing a bunch of it i found this this uh sewer at one point which was just basically a giant loop and there was so much weird shit that happened in there that it's like somebody could have missed this uh right yeah which is such a like again a, a from software thing of like there's this whole area you could completely yeah. miss if people didn't open this door yeah all right so that's awesome anyway um yeah i i um there's a cool there was a cool boss fight i did 
in this alien i'm thinking i don't know man it's all these worlds are so bizarre uh this like alien world which is like almost like a maze with a giant cube that i had to fight or a series of giant cubes that i had to fight right which is like a puzzle right. uh i don't know every the more i play it the more i'm like i am in whatever they're selling here <laughs> uh which is why i'm curious what you would think because I don't know if they're doing the same thing again of what they did last time and what's kind of improved or if I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. This is a huge surprise to me. I mean, it sounds like they're doing more of what they were doing in the first one. Yeah. So, but that's good. That sounds good. Um, I'd really be interested to see what it's like in multiplayer, in co-op as well because that's where it really shined, the first right. one yeah uh so yeah it'd be cool to play it alongside you but at 75 fucking dollars i don't know that seems like a lot right how do you feel about that price point for this game obviously i haven't finished it yet um i mean it's below rp at this point right um how much did you say 75 isn't it yeah, yeah. 69 70 bucks yeah it's tricky right i mean mm. you know prices or 73.50 it is um yeah it's it's always tricky trying to fucking put your finger on how much you'd pay uh but it's not <clears throat> it's not a triple a game you know like it's so that makes it tricky tricky to yeah me. It's it's definitely a bit rough on PC um, yeah. performance wise. I've got a forty ninety and it struggles in some points to that be like that shouldn't be fucking happen. Yeah, to be like oh, I'm getting like fifty frames here, and other times it's like one hundred and forty, and I'm and I don't know what is going on there. Um, I think I do have everything maxed out though, so I haven't really tinkered around with it. It's not been a huge problem for me. When it does drop, it's like a couple of seconds. Uh, yeah, but yes um hmm i don't know what else to say about it but yeah. it's uh yeah it definitely surprised me and i was not expecting this from it at all so yeah. I'm, I'm very much having a good time with what they're throwing down here the only thing that i find it a bit weird is that it, although it is like trying to um copy that's a bad word uh pay homage yeah pay homage to to the from software souls like games there's no souls right yeah <laughs> so you kind of just die and, and you start again at the checkpoint um yep. there's no i guess punishment for that which no, i was yeah. like am i missing something no like it, yeah is it gonna come back and bite me in the ass at some point and be like you've died too many times uh sucker Oh, what is this? What is what? Oh, I'm on the Steam page and somebody's playing and they've opened a door that I've been through and something weird spawned out of it. Okay. I don't know what that is that I've seen. Right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe we just fell asleep in this region because like, it's doing really well on Steam at the moment. Right, got like, to like well, it's 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 being handled by like it's published by Gearbox, right? And Gearbox, Gearbox do not get, appear to give a fuck about Australia, about the OCE region anymore. Is what it appears to be 
like appears to be the case. They just do not give a single shit about this region, which mm. is odd because Randy fucking Pitchfork has traditionally had a pretty good time when he's come down here. Um, but yeah, we're just completely forgotten. I would be mad if I was fucking uh, Gunfire Games because the entire fucking sector of of the world is just ignored, I guess. Doesn't exist. No. Bit of a shame. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'll keep playing that one for sure. I'm enjoying it quite a lot, as you can tell. Mm. Um, and I'm curious to see, like, how, where else this thing goes, because so far it's it's very surprising. Um, yeah, I'm digging it quite a lot. Yep. Awesome. Yep. All right. That's uh, Remnant 2. It is available now. I... Th- Pretty sure, I think it's a PlayStation Plus game, Job, actually. Really? All right. All right. Well, that's pretty good. Or maybe you need PlayStation Plus to play it because it's got multiplayer. I can't. probably more likely the case. It's probably that. Do you have PlayStation Plus? Of course I do. Of course I do. Uh, Yeah. I do not think it is one of the monthly games. No. No, I thought it was for some reason. All right. Well, there you go. Um, That's Remnant 2. Let's do some news. And we've got a few things on here that are happening. Um, This comes from uh, VGC. Uh, They have a report that Ubisoft has cancelled its Immortals Phoenix Rising sequel to focus on more prominent brands. Uh, You and I talked about Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yep. Really enjoyed quite enjoyed it. it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it was really good. Uh, I thought it was awesome. Like just one of the better fucking melds between Ubisoft's uh, design and the Breath of the Wild style of game. Uh, I thought they they nailed it. Like a and like the the puzzle solving in it was cool and the storytelling in it was really good and yeah i just i, I think it's a shame that they've canned a sequel i thought it could go places and you know i i'm surprised because I, I think tears of the kingdom shows that there's an appetite for those kinds of games so yeah hey you know what you need more of you uh, ubisoft's assassin's creed ah uh, 700 more assassin's creed games yeah. Perfect. Prominent brands that aren't Splinter Cell. Ah, yeah. Anything that isn't Splinter Cell. <laughs> but we'll have uh, Sam Fisher will be in uh, Assassin's Creed. Oh. As a uh, skin. Just Perfect. drop in. Yep. Yeah. Because they keep doing that. Face, yeah. They're like, oh, he's coming to this game. They'll, they'll have know, like a, a, a voice mm. at the end of like an Ubisoft direct. And it'll be fucking Michael Ironside. And he like kept you waiting, didn't I? And then everyone will fucking lose their shit. And then it'll be like split, uh, Sam Fisher. For honor. Yeah. Coming <laughs> for honor. You're like, what? You sons <laughs> of fucking bitches. How could you do this to us? Classic. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to Sam Fisher being in Skull and Bones. Um <laughs> Yep. When you get, uh, you know, a, 
a pre-order bonus for night vision goggles um, to to sail at night. Yep. Genius. All right. uh, Next up, we've got some um, some bizarre Mortal Kombat. Oh, you're speaking of uh, bringing characters to other games. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat One will have a DLC pack called combat pack with a, a k because mortal kombat yep. in it it's going to have a bunch of characters uh returning characters from the mortal kombat series as well as some guest characters including homelander from the boys peacemaker from um the dc universe mm-hmm. and omni man from invincible fucking sick the trailer <laughs> the teaser for this was so fucking cool yeah like fuck me uh what? Two things are a bit weird about this, though. Go. Aren't, technically, I mean, this would have taken them 10 minutes to make because uh, sure. they already had Superman in yeah. the engine, right? Homelander and Omni-Man are basically Superman. Oh, and yeah. they're, so they're both the same characters. Yeah. Just look different, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that, gonna, that's it? No, yeah, it's weird. Ah, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, fuck it. <laughs> uh J.K. Simmons is doing the voice of Omni Man. Yeah, because uh, well, cool. he does the voice in the uh, the Amazon series in the in the yeah series. Uh, but it also looks like him. him as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is even better. Uh, yeah. I don't know if um, Anthony Starr is doing uh, Homelander. Voice. They've definitely got his looks, and the same with um, yeah. John uh, Peacemaker Cena. for John Cena. Do, do, do. Yeah, I uh, don't know if he's doing the voice, but uh, yeah, J.K. Simmons is on board. Uh, I liked when they introduced Peacemaker and uh, it was an eagle. Fucking genius. I hope Eagly is, uh, has something, some sort of special move involvement. Um, but yeah, like, what a way to grab attention. Fucking genius shit. Uh, they'd never allow him to do it in like an injustice either. So uh, why the fuck not here? I love it. Yeah. And the teaser was sick. I thought it was cool as shit. But yeah. And two other characters, right? That I don't give a fuck about because they're not yeah. any of these three. No. Uh, they're Mortal Kombat characters. Yeah. I um, Yeah. I, I feel like if he was doing the voice... They probably would have clarified that. Like, they if might. they've confirmed J.K. Simmons is doing the voice, then you'd assume they'd do the, the other two as well. They might they be haven't confirmed that. Rolling it out down the line or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Get a second pop or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Moving on here, Insomniac is working on a third game alongside Marvel Spider-Man Two and Marvel's Wolverine. This came from an interview. Um, that was done with a bunch of game developers and one of them is, I believe, the creative director on this third game uh, who said, uh, yes, yeah, so she, she said she's been working on it for about a year now right. um, and didn't say what it is. All right. um, yeah, obviously Insomniac um, did Ratchet and Clank for the PlayStation 5 a while back in 2019. Um, is it another Ratchet game or is it something else I don't is it another Marvel game potentially Uh, yeah I guess we have to see Uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2 is out in a couple of months Um, 
So they'll be winding down on that one. So yeah, it's not really surprising that they're working on something else in the background, but you know what's good to see is them putting games out consistently, True. which is fun. Yeah. Three games on the it's- hop though. Nobody is getting any sleep at Insomniac. <laughs> we did it. We yeah, got them. That's a that's a that would have been a great title for a new space. Yep. Uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so we got some some breaking news that has been happening while we're recording. I don't know if this is breaking news. This is coming earlier. Um, there, there's some leaks going around. Uh, people seem to suspect that uh, Valve might be doing something at Gamescom. They've appeared on the uh, exhibitor list for Gamescom, which is coming up, and Ooh. the brand that they are under is Half Life. What? Uh, so people are speculating that there Shut is something. Shut the fuck up being announced get the rumors, fuck out of here there's rumors of a uh, half-life multiplayer game in the works um so it could be that could be absolutely nothing could be counter-strike could be I guess. counter-strike 2 counter-strike 2 is due out in uh, the next what month and a half ish it hits that date um otherwise i guess we'll sit back and and wait and see what jeff keely's got cooking up for people cooking some shit Got to be fucking paying attention though, eh? Yeah. Counter-Strike 2. Everyone's excited, I guess. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, Um, The other thing that's been happening since we're recording, CD Projekt Red put up a statement on their website that they're saying they are laying off uh, 9% of its staff, uh, roughly 100 people, um, over the course of the next six months uh, or more uh, to... Uh, as they're winding down on other projects and don't have anywhere for these people to go. Um, which is interesting because this is a company that has um, uh, put out a broken game in the past and has mm. been known for crunching. Yeah, true. Quite excessively. Yeah. Uh, which sucks. Yeah. That does suck. Um, yeah, it's a real shame. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Condolences to those people, I guess. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. The G man has said his his piece. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that is uh, that's the news for this week. Unless there's anything else that we can talk about, no. or is that it? No. Good question though. Oh wait, no wait. Well, I just remember one thing. Uh, Armored Core Six. Did you watch any of the gameplay yeah, stuff that they finally showed? Yeah. Yeah. I've I've not watched it yet, but I assume it's not very good because we're six weeks out and we have not seen anything about this game other than today. No everyone's fucking popping off about it everyone's oh, like, like oh my god look at this oh i can't wait to do this and i'm watching it and i'm like how does a game look fast and slow at the same time that's just incredible fucking hell it looks dull as dishwasher dishwater i just don't understand i do not understand the appeal uh i do like I'll, i think a lot of people are going to buy this game thinking it's you know it's from the people who made elden ring oh yeah, it's the new elden ring like and then they're going to be Real disappointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, eh. It won't be me. I ain't making that mistake. Uh, oh, maybe it'll be really fucking good. Maybe the, yeah, you know. I mean, Miyazaki's not the director on that game. That's Don't worry about not his thing. Don't worry about it. He only makes gold, that guy. He's, the man can't miss. Mm, he does not miss. Yep. Uh, all right. 
There right. you go. That's the news. Mm. We, I think you said we had questions. Yeah, one questions? question. Baz writes, hey, gents, which podcast do you listen to and what's your favorite? Luke, well, you listen to podcasts, don't you? I do. I do listen to podcasts. Okay. Um, the ones that I listen to, uh, gaming podcasts, I listen to Xbox Update. Um, I listen to uh, DLC with Jeff Kanata and Christian Spicer. Oh, yeah. I listen to uh, Nextlander, which is the X uh, Giant Bomb Crew, um, and then I also listen to Bombcast, which is the current Giant, Giant Bomb, Bomb Crew. Crew. Right. Yeah, uh, which is like a, a mix of, um, uh, I guess, Gamespot slash other personalities that are around the Giant Bomb stuff, and because uh, some of them they all work for the same company. Um, yep. So yeah, there's a mix of them. Uh, and then Jeff Grubb is in there as well. Uh, so they're the three gaming podcasts that I listen to. Uh, and, and like kind of funny um, daily. I don't listen to that as a podcast, but more like a video thing that I check out occasionally. Uh, yeah, I think the, my favorite podcast is probably uh, the film cast. The so that's oh. a, yeah, and that one uh, is, so the film cast is a movie podcast, which has been running for, I'm pretty sure longer than us at this point. I think it's like 15 years. Wow. Um, and they started off as um, a different podcast, got picked up by Slash Film. So not longer than Slash us Filmcast. then. Huh. And, and now they're called the Filmcast because they've gone solo with a patron. Uh, not longer than us then. Renaming it. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, we, we, we renamed ours technically. <laughs> when did we rename it? When was the Game Arena podcast? It was just the gap. It was always the GA podcast. It was because I was very careful to not call it the Game Arena podcast because I didn't want to get fucking oh. fired. Uh, yeah. We just called it the Game Arena podcast when it was convenient to us. Uh, it was technically never the Game places. Arena podcast. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, but anyway. So you're like, why, why is that? Because they remember the names of actors in films or... Yeah, usually. Yeah, <laughs> that's <stupid>. their thing. <laughs> we go in a different direction with it. Uh, yeah. I mean, the problem is that they're probably very prepared for the things they're talking about as oh well. When we're prepared for the games we talk about, I don't like to think so. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so they would have like a cast list in front of them. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so yeah. they're cheating. I get it. They're cheating. Uh, I listen to the Always Sunny podcast, and that's pretty much it. Otherwise, it's all audio books. So, of my favorite, I would say is the Gap. Um, but the Always Sunny podcast is is pretty close second. You have to enjoy the TV show to get almost anything out of the Always Sunny podcast. So, Luke, I don't recommend it for you. Uh, but it's very interesting listening to the Always Sunny podcast, and then. Watching the current season of the show, uh, it's pretty good because uh, you can actually map like how they because they've been rewatching their entire series, and you can actually map on this current season like how they have been analyzing what they did really well in the earlier seasons and trying to do that stuff again, uh, yeah. and trying to you know do what really works. Uh, in the earlier seasons and get away from the stuff that didn't work as well in later seasons. So it's been quite good. Uh, yeah. It's really 
yeah, it helps. Which is cool. Right. And it's funny. They're just gen like they've actually genuinely funny people in like, you know, which isn't shouldn't come as a surprise because they made one of the funniest fucking TV shows of all time. But uh yeah, like the way they fucking bounce off each other is just great. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Um I did forget one. The one the other one, one I listened to, but I watch it is the uh, inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, which is oh, yeah. a, um, he is an actor who played Lex Luthor on Smallville, but he yep. also interviews a bunch of uh, celebrities and people in the entertainment industry. Uh, yeah. So I don't listen to that one as, as an audio podcast. I more or less have that on while I'm doing other things and watch it. Cause there is a video version yep. as well. Yeah. yeah. You um, share that when there's good ones as well. Yeah, when there's good ones in there, I usually share them. Yeah. Um, like, uh, I don't Sean know, William Scott recently. Was the one. Sean William Scott, yeah, he on there recently. He was awesome. Frank Grillo was on there James recently. Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn was on there. Um, he just James had Gunn Terry comes Moss. across as a bit of a cunt in that <laughs> podcast, but, you know. Look, when you haven't missed for yeah. 10 years, and they could, so like, would I. Rosenbaum and Gunn are obviously very close friends as well. So, like, I think he's also just sort of... Like, Shooting shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was and the only interview I think he's done in, like... Yeah. A long time. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. There you go. That is the uh, podcast for this week. Anything you want to plug? Give a shout out to who you've been working on. No. I know I really have to go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, will you go do that? I'll wrap things up here. Uh, I'll give a shout out. Things I've been working on. You can go to gamepo.com. Uh, check out some of the features that I have worked on recently. The Crew Motorfest, which I talked about last week. Uh, that's up on the site. My written hands-on impressions. You can have a look at that one. Um, trying to think. Do I have anything else? No. Not... not not by the time this goes up. There will be some stuff, but not not at this this stage. Uh, there's a few other things up on the site you can go check out uh, that I have also worked on. Just doesn't have my name attached to it because I am editorial. Um, all right, uh, that's it for this week. You can find us the Gap on uh, iTunes, Android, all the places you get podcasts from. Another Gap, the GA podcast. If you do have a moment, please rate and review the show. Helps other people find us on the internet. Uh, you can also go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there and chat about all sorts of things, video game related, movies, TVs, cooking. Uh, there's a, a fantasy critic league happening, which I, I pop my head into every once in a while and, and yell at them because I'm like, you're all idiots. You don't know what you're doing. And then I leave and stir shit up. It's very fun. Uh, you can also jump in there and t play video games in the voice channels. Uh, check out meet other people that are in there it's a lot of fun uh you can uh yeah uh play the soundboard jump in the channel play our soundboards annoy your people and they just leave why not that sounds fun uh you can get our website the gapodcast.com the gapodcast.com it's got links to all our past episodes our social media links you can go to our, our x.com page and follow us on x uh but i wouldn't because that seems like a bad idea 
Um, and I have stopped. I've stopped posting on there anyway at this point. So maybe don't go follow us. That dude has fallen off whatever weird fucking tangent he was on. Um, yeah, so don't follow that. I'm, I'm drawing this out because I want to see what Job says. Holy heck. We went that was a fucking close call. I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what. He's peeking. Anyway, uh, I was telling people they should follow us on, on X. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could hear you. Uh, yeah. What? Like, it's it's weird, eh? What is he? I don't understand. This is like a bet that someone else has challenged him to that he, has just about as much money. Right? right? That's what's going on here. Yeah. He keeps losing bets with Zuckerberg and keeps having to do like dumber and dumber shit to fulfill his end of the bet. That has to be it. But it is bananas. Yeah. It's embarrassing having to right. bear witness. I've stopped posting on x.com as well. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it was real or not, but I saw Zuckerberg posted on threads that he's rebranding threads to twitter.com. And if that's real, that is some fucking primo shit. Uh, like, not that he's actually doing it, just as, as far as like he's trying. shit yeah. talking goes. Yeah, that, that would be fantastic, but it's probably not real. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that logo as well. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm not a designer. And yeah. I don't pretend to be like an art designer, but I, I feel like but I Elon do Musk that in at least five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I awful. saw him posting me like the, the logo probably change. Oh my God. <laughs> what, is, what is happening there? Like, uh, how is someone who has that much money so insecure? It is fucking crazy. <laughs> like, you have, you have more money. Then almost every single person put uh, on earth put together. How are you this insecure? It's em- yeah. it's embarrassing. And just like the weird conspiracy theory shit that he's like the stuff he was posting today about like LeBron James's son is just like, I wouldn't be surprised if fucking LeBron turns around and just kills him at this point. <laughs> Uh, uh, but so yeah, Twitter's fucked, but I can't use threads either. Yeah. Why's that? Like, it doesn't show me anything for many of the people I follow. So there's no right. th- like reason to believe it's showing my shit, like the dumb shit I threat to people. Yeah. So what's the fucking point? That's, yeah, that's weird. Like mine, all it does is show me people I follow. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't mm. know if I changed something on mine. I but don't know. I don't it know. only shows me people that I follow or people that are engaging with people that I follow. Right. Like if someone's replying to someone. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's the only time I get that stuff. Um, but I'm not on it like all times. I, I refresh it like a couple of times a day and just check. I've also not posted on there. I'm just yeah. too busy. Anyway. Yeah. Social mm. media is cooked right now. Uh, I should just start a TikTok. It's I feel been like. pretty fantastic for my productivity, but... Oh, yeah. Well, no, because at midday, just after midday, Twitter stops working anyway. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, don't have exactly. to watch this anymore. But now I just don't know what's happening on there. Like the, I'm I'm hanging around for the dumpster fire. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's definitely 
like not a whole lot like people are definitely leaving oh yeah uh, I, I've had I had someone follow me. I get a lot of weird bots following me now yeah. on that thing, like a lot more than what I've had in the past. I had someone follow me that's just like retweeting Fox News articles, and and like they're a verified account. Uh, what does that even mean anymore? <laughs> though, you know? Yeah, they've paid money. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what a nightmare. Uh, so you can go to our website. Good story, by the way. <laughs> the gapodcast.com. Uh, and that's all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support this show, you can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a reoccurring member and get the uh, podcast a little bit earlier on some of our higher tiers. Uh, we appreciate when the support. Everyone does when that. When we're allowed to send it earlier. When we're allowed to send it. This week uh, is okay. We're good. Thank you yeah. so much. We are, we are yep. very grateful. Absolutely. Um, and is that it? I don't have my list in front of me. Usually I, I wing it, but my brain is mushed today so i was um, gonna pitch i was gonna actually promo something this week and then it got pushed back to oh. next week so okay that's fine oh well i really we'll, want to talk uh, about too but leave people in suspense for that yeah. so yeah. yeah all right well there you go that's the podcast for this week i thought it was a good one um yeah. some surprise games you thought Great it was right yeah yeah i loved it yeah yep we didn't even uh, try to name any of the people in oppenheimer so yeah, we no, I can't remember. Sean William Scott. We got the names right in fucking Stargate, though. So that's all uh, that yeah. is. That was easy. Uh, yeah. That's how I rate our podcasts. How many names of people we forget. Mm. Mm. Yep. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 is out next week. Mm. I don't know if we'll have that at this stage. That's another game that like nobody here is doing by yep. the sounds of it. Yep. Um, and I'm going to assume it's going to be a dumpster fire because they it was confirmed they're not sending code out until Friday. No, the game the game's good. You don't have to. Oh, worry you about sure? That. Yeah, I'll bet you. I'll bet you. I'll <laughs> Why bet are they you, stalling? I'll bet you the fucking ice cream. I'm not going to have to get you because that shit's been fucking delayed till uh, October, and and it's going to take three months to wrap shit up anyway. So. Come December thirty first, I'm going to be in the fucking clear, and you're going to owe me fucking ice cream. We'll see, mate. It's already out in fucking early access. It's got overwhelmingly positive in, on Steam. Yeah, but those people are bananas. They're not. They really are doing bananas. Them. Yeah, they are bananas. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's the podcast this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week for more Gap, not the Game Arena podcast. Very true. Stay safe. Love you. Bye. Thank you.